This episode of the Doing It For The Kids podcast is supported by AXA Business Insurance. Because let's face it, running a business is hard. Doing it around kids, even harder. So hurrah for AXA making something easy. You can tailor your policy to fit your business, so you only pay for what you actually need. They'll also give you access to a very useful helpline for any legal and tax questions you might have. Probably not so useful when trying to negotiate a small person to eat broccoli. Look, even Frankie got covered a few years ago, right? Yes. When I finally got it sorted, I genuinely slept better at night, which is saying a lot because I had a newborn baby at the time. Protect your work, your tools, your reputation, let's face it, your livelihood, and sort it as easily as your kids spilling peas on the floor. Again, work hard, insure easy. Search AXA Business Insurance. And here's the growing up bit. AXA Insurance UK PLC is authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority, regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority. That's a lot of authority. That is more authority than I've got over my two kids. Did you have a good Christmas, though? The day after the kids broke up for Christmas, me and my son had COVID. (laughs) And we're in bed for about eight days. But by actual Christmas Day, I felt right. I had a glass of wine on Christmas Day. Holy heck. Managed to cook a big meal and, you know, put some clothes on. So, And by Christmas, the one after, what's it called? Boxing Boxing Day. Day. (laughs) Christmas, (laughs) the one after! Like it's a sequel on Netflix. (laughs) Have you seen season two of Christmas? What's it called? Christmas, the one after... Season two, The Elves Return. Hello, you're listening to the Doing It For The Kids podcast, where we swear a bit too much and talk a bit too fast about freelance life with kids in the mix. I'm Frankie and this is Steve. Hello! Yes, each episode we take a question from the Doing It For The Kids community, do our best to answer it, but we start each episode by looking back at the last one last year when we were talking about... We were talking about whether or not to apply for awards. Oh, yes. Jessica Audsley got in touch. Awards, yay or nay? Yay! In the agency I ran, which then got acquired by a larger agency, our that was my added, oh, she didn't, just to point out, Jessica didn't make that noise. Our case studies and awards were really key in getting that deal in place. As for clients, you can say you're award winning once you've just won one award. So I would say it's definitely worth it as it definitely brings gravitas to your business. So yes to case studies and awards. Charles Common says, I look at awards as being a really cool validation of your work, but in capital letters, at the same time, I don't put any pressure on myself to win them. Sure, it's disappointing when you don't win and you've spent a small fortune in travelling to a big city, booking a hotel, a new suit and hiring a friend to go with you for moral support. (laughs) But those disappointments make the wins even sweeter. It's just like waiting for England to win the World Cup. It'll be brilliant when it happens, but it's so unlikely. (laughs) (laughs) Pippa Golden. Keep the faith, Charles. Keep the faith. Pippa says, yes, but not all awards are created equal. They can be great for brand awareness, networking, PR opportunities and sales, but there are some awful ones out there. My advice is to look at previous winners and what they've done with them and look at who the judging panel is. If it's people with a good reputation, that's usually a good sign. And if you get approached saying that you've been nominated for an award, you probably haven't. And it's a sales tactic they use. So avoid those ones. And Iowa Bass says... Appearing in Tootie Newsy, our local online news I'm sorry, what's it called? (laughs) Oh, no, sorry. Tooting Newsy. Tooting, yeah. Tootie Newsy. (laughs) Not Tootie Newsy. (laughs) Tootie Newsy is a better name. It should be called Tootie Newsy. Tootie Newsy was a burlesque performer I I once met. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm sure it is called that and I've spelt it wrong. No, well, she, she's from Tooting. Yeah, but it might be called Tooting Newsy and not Tooting Newsy. <laughs> Hang on, I'm double, double check. Double check. Oh, it's Tooting Newsy. Damn it. So boring. Right. <laughs> and Iowa Bass says, Appearing in Tooting Newsy, our local online news outlet, off the back of the press release I did about winning the Digital Women of the Year Award now means that school mums now know what I do. Ooh, I thought I knew that face. Were you in Tooting Newsy? It's like I finally arrived. Rather than just being the woman who drops off and rushes off to work. Oh, that's nice. I love that. Well, I have had a marvellous few weeks of eating biscuits, but I also ate a whole Yule log. I bought it for the family. Nobody else ate it. But I couldn't let it go to waste. I ate it every day for a whole week. Good grief. That is the kind of Christmas project I can get on board with. I was there doing a thousand piece puzzle. You were just <laughs> chugging through your life. <laughs> bit by bit. Um, do you know the, the worst thing I bought? Right. So uh, I bought this tin of biscuits, shortbread, right? Mm-hmm. Beautiful shortbread. But it was a musical Christmas biscuit tin, which also had a light in the top, which would rotate and then like put like santa going through the sky what should you pay for this (laughs) so it seemed like a lovely idea sure i mean maybe it would be if my children were two or three years old and were still like impressed by such technology but my kids less so but the worst thing about this was was it was impossible to sneak a biscuit because every time you did it it went ding 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 and this light beacon would go off around the room Spotlight. Yeah. Somebody would shout, You right, Dad? Having a biscuit? <laughs> well, my Christmas holiday achievement was I lost my son's tooth. <sighs> I was ill, right? We had COVID for Christmas. I can't believe that's not a Christmas song, by the way. <laughs> we yeah. had COVID for Christmas. <laughs> Should be. Yeah, so I think by day four or five, I was borderline hallucinating. And um, he was losing both of his, what are these ones? Canines, the ones on the side. I'm no good with teeth. Yeah, the pointy ones. Yeah. The pointy ones. Anyway, one of them fell out like in the morning when he was eating his breakfast and I just got out of bed. I was like, (laughs) and he's like, mum, my tooth's falling out. I was like, yeah, yeah, great, 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 whatever. Um, Put it it in a bowl over there and we'll deal with it later. Day carries on, blah, blah, blah. Make a thousand meals for a thousand people who don't eat them, etc. So I've cleaned the kitchen twice by the time it gets to bedtime. And he's like, oh, mum, where's my tooth? <laughs> oh, my God. I literally I... said, what tooth? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> we eventually worked out that he'd left it in the bowl. And I had emptied the bowl into the food recycling bin, which had already been, because it's Christmas, right? It fills up so quickly. It had already been put out in the main bin. I thought you were going to say, anyway, turns out he put it in the bowl where later on I put the mixed fruit and nut. (laughs) No, not that bad. Okay, episode 91. We've got a question from Charlene McNabb, who is a wedding videographer at Love Gets Sweeter, lovegetssweeter.co.uk. Hi, Frankie and Steve. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I'm sitting here with a notepad. Two, actually. One has my to-do list on it that I created before Christmas. Check me out for being super organised. 
The other has what to prioritise over the next six weeks, but here's where the overwhelm has come flooding in. When you're running your own business and need to do all the things, how do you prioritise stuff when everything is a priority? The list ranges from loads of paid client work, editing and stuff, to updating the website and portfolio, important as it's key wedding planning season, to marketing and SWOT analysis, accounts and even stripping the bloody paint off the stairs. I mean, I'm happy to push that last one back. It's been on the back burner for eight years now anyway, but still... Do you think you can send some wisdom my way, please? Thanks, Charlene. I mean, do we have any words of wisdom? I don't, because I feel exactly the same. I made a list last week. Two lists, like she says. <laughs> Two lists. Do I know what to do with them? No, I do not. Well, this is the trouble, right? Is that sometimes people will say, well, here's a system. And I've made so many of these videos for learning and development companies and stuff, mm-hmm. right? People will tell you to put things into a grid and it will be like urgent, yes, important, yes, yes. urgent and important. And all, but nobody ever says, what if everything is urgent and important? Exactly. I mean, look, the SWOT analysis is a nice idea, but that isn't urgent and important. No. Right. And we can bin off the paint on the stairs. That Can we though? It's been eight years, Steve. Yes, but surely this year's the, the that year to She's do blatantly doing procrastinate decorating. <laughs> yeah, all right, fair enough. Right. Yeah. Now, accounts, well, that depends whether you need them to be done very soon indeed. But let's mm. look at the other stuff. One way people suggest is to like take your to-do list of important stuff and then like grade it, I guess, either using numbers or letters. So mm-hmm. A would be the most important. E would be the least important. So doing that actually makes you really have to consider each task. Obviously, at the end of it, the idea is you go and work on the A's and then the B's and so on and so forth. In fact, if you were doing it in a business where you had lots of people, some of the stuff like D's and E's, you'd probably delegate to other people. Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll come back to delegating. But I think, looking at my own list, sometimes, you know, based on the limited amount of time you have as a parent, as well as running your business, is mm. to think how much time is each of the, like if they're all important, if they're all a priority of some sort, then how much time is each one going to take? Yeah, I like that approach because we actually had a thread in the community yesterday, I think, from Richard Burks going, my time is so dictated by everything else around me. Like he was saying he's got fixed hours that his, one of his kids is at nursery, fixed hours, the other child at school, blah, 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 blah. And he doesn't feel like he has any control over his time. So the idea of like, yeah, looking at my list in terms of how long stuff is going to take would actually be really, I'm going st- to do that today. <laughs> that would be really helpful for me because I'm so the wrong person to give advice about this sort of thing. I really am because my approach is so scatty. But I look at like what I've got coming up and make a vague assumption about what I can achieve in, in a, usually a week, the week coming up. But if I literally th- thought through every task and how long that might realistically take, and then you can design your week that way, particularly, as you say, if, if you're a freelance parent and you've got weird, broken up bits of time across your week, being able to slot in tasks according to how long they're going to take in relation to when they're supposed to be delivered. Oh my God, Steve. Genius. <laughs> I'm so going to do it. Okay, we're done. See you later. <laughs> Charlene, you say the list ranges from loads of paid client work to updating the website and port. So the website mm. and portfolio is clearly important, mm. but 
I mean, it's important for next year, presumably, because people are booking their weddings now. Yeah. I mean, I think you've got no choice but to prioritise that paid client work, right? Yes. You've got to. But there may be... The trouble with website portfolio updating is that that can seem like this huge job. Yes. If you don't do it regularly, it is a huge job. But maybe there's subtle things that you can do yeah, to Yeah, I was it. going to say exactly that. Well, you do it two ways. Either you do like a new case study a week, a month, whatever's realistic, but you can break it up. So you have something new on your website but you do it over a longer period. Or you could almost forget the website. Oh, God. But like, you've got loads of beautiful work on there already, but maybe drive people to your Instagram or somewhere else that's easier to do like bitty, like updates of new work that don't take as much time. You're still pushing yourself out there. You're still driving your marketing forward, but it's not as huge a task as like doing the entire site. Also, probably, I mean, I've not looked at your site, but I bet it's, not in such desperate need as you think it is, as in you see it all the time, so you probably mm. think it's much older and staler than it really is. Yeah, so true. So people who, you know, presumably are only likely getting married once. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> certainly on that scale anyway. They're probably looking at it for the first time, mm. is what I'm thinking. And unless you think a particular style of video or photography is like really out of date and not what people want these days, I bet most of what is on there is actually really good. Yeah. Is is the priority then updating things like your pricing page or how to work with me or how to book me? Like if changes have been made in your business and the way you're working, I know she's got quite a small baby, maybe like how she's working is changing over time. Mm. Um, so maybe prioritise that aspect of your site and then push new work out through your socials instead because it's just quicker and easier. And then come back to your portfolio later in the year when it's less, I say later in the year when it's less manic. She's going to be in peak wedding season and like travelling around the country. But you know what I'm saying, Shardine. You know what I'm saying. But that is worth remembering is the fact that there are, in all of our businesses, usually quieter periods and some of these tasks can maybe be moved. So yes, they are important. Yes, they should be a priority. But the fact is you don't have time to do them right now. So how about we remember that priority and Mm. shift it further down the line? Because the other option, of course, is that you hire some help. And that might be hiring help to look after the kids so that you've got more time to do something. Or Mm. it might be hiring help to actually go and update a bit of your website or blah, blah, blah. And if you don't want to do that or you can't afford to do that, then... Yeah, kick it further down the road. I think when it comes to accounts, I'm a big fan, as you know, of like doing it in small installments once a week. I've started doing that. What a difference it makes. It makes such a difference. And I also think it's never too late to start. So, you know, unless you're saying it because you've got to get a tax return in, obviously there's a deadline to that. Mm -hmm. But in general, if you can just stay on top of your finances every week, spend an hour every Friday or whatever day, Mm -hmm. and gradually you will get on top of it. And then if you do it every Friday, it'll only take five minutes, 10 minutes, because the worst of it is done. But I think she's very wise to, she's got the long game. She's got the long vision. She's like, if I don't update my website now, I'm going to have less bookings for 2024. And that is important. Like, Again, I'm the worst person to give advice. I don't think that far ahead. I so rarely am like, oh, I should do that thing because I know I won't have any work in September otherwise. I just don't, I'm so bad at thinking like that. So it's great that she is prioritising stuff that she knows is going to make her life easier in the long run. But then 
something has to give, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know how many hours she has a week with small baby around, but you've only got so much time. You only have so much time to do what you've got to do. You do. And this is why, you know, like if you're thinking, for example, Charlene, what if I worked on the SEO for my website, which must be a really key thing for what you do? Maybe that is worth investing in someone to help you. If if you know that if you don't do something, then you're going to hinder you, your ability to get work further down the line, then maybe that is something that you do need the help with. There are a million systems to like prioritise your list. I'm sure if you Google it, there's like a million ah, YouTube so many. But would it be worth like writing down what your goals, goals, what your output, <laughs> no, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, write down what you want to achieve. So for Charlene, that is like happy clients, happy people that are paying me money. Then there's like, I want to get more future clients or better or a different type of whatever like those things are yeah which of those things are most important to achieving those goals and which of those are like added extras or nice to haves or actually not really realistic this year it might help you to look at it within the context of yeah like your overall vision <laughs> but yeah, i say all of that and then i look at my current list and i think oh i really would like to do all those things <laughs> Okay, look, I feel like there's some good advice just waiting to be sent in from somebody else for the next episode. What are your tips for how to prioritize stuff when everything is a priority? It's such a good question. <laughs> prioritize sending your responses. Uh, you can do that in the Doing It For The Kids community. If you're not a member, go to doingitforthekids.net uh, or, of course, wherever Frankie's posted about this, be it Instagram uh, or Twitter or wherever. Yeah, and if you've got a question, we'd love to answer it. It can be anonymous. Get in touch. And if, you, if you're a new freelancer in this new year looking for some vice, guidance, wisdom, you can sign up for Steve's <laughs> course. Available at beingfreelance.com. Oh, and before we go, we should mention that we're doing basically this podcast live once a month in the Doing It For The Kids community. So if you've not joined, come join. If you have joined, make sure you watch. It's called the Pick Up. Pick Up, Pick Me Up. Pick, pick Me Up. Because it's before Pick Up and we get the questioner actually on the video with us, which is fun. So if you'd like to be part of that, do let Frankie know. The next one is Thursday the 19th. So that's this time next week at two o'clock in the afternoon if you're listening to this as it goes out which I'm sure you are because you would have been doing nothing You, I mean that would have been the top priority <laughs> on your priority list right? yes our son who's now 13 waits until me and his mum are basically asleep and then will come in and go oh yeah my tooth fell out <laughs> he knows exactly what he's doing <laughs> as we scrabble around <laughs> wondering if a tooth fairy might have any money to bring <sighs> Well, that's it. He lost the other one because these two were wobbly at the same time. He lost the other one last week and he went to bed and I thought, yep, yep, I'll um, sort that in a minute. Brush my teeth, got into bed, fell asleep. And then I woke up at 6.45. So he usually wakes up somewhere between 6.30 and 7. I woke up at 6.45 and literally went, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and Rob was like, what's happened? You know, I had to go in, do the door handle, <sighs> creep in really quiet. I, I was like, I'm not going to try and remove the tooth. It's just too risky. I've just got to leave the money and the tooth yeah. and hope that he doesn't care slash notice because he's excited by the monies. He hadn't put the tooth inside a musical biscuit tin, had he? <laughs> <laughs> no, but when he's 13, he probably will. <laughs>